Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Surprise! It's your birthday! Is this, is this my surprise birthday party? It is my birthday, and uh, I can't lie about it. I am 35 years old. Seriously. Um, uh, yeah, somebody thought about, uh, it's his birthday. Let's give him a present. Let, let's make him preach. Like, what? Really? Seriously? No, I am 45, and I am so thankful to be here this morning. Um, I've been praying all week about about this service this morning, and I believe that God has a plan for every one of us. If you're, if you're here for the first time, thank you for, for visiting us and for joining us. God has a plan for, for, for you, and, and if you've been here for many, many years, same thing, God has a plan for you. I remember the first time I stepped here, I, I sat right there, right in front of the, the soundboard, and um, I was blown away by the worship. And I'm like, wow, they have an amazing worship team here. And I was, I was just there in the presence of God, and I'm saying, like, Lord God, can I just, just be here and not do anything and just enjoy your presence, you know? And then the Lord spoke to me and said, like, really, are you, are you serious? You're really praying this prayer right now? And I said, like, yeah, like, can I just not do anything, just, like, enjoy your presence? And then all of a sudden, God questions me. He says, Richie, if I tell you from now on that your job will be to lead worship, okay, just for your two girls, would you do it? And I said, what was that again, Lord? <laughs> and he said, if your job from now on would be to lead your two girls in worship and to lead them to me, would you do it? And I remember I was crying. I said, yes, God, I would do it with all my heart. If that will be my job for the rest of my life, I would do it. I would lead my girls to worship you, to follow you, to serve you. And all of a sudden, I felt God's love and God's peace and God's joy fill my heart. And he says, I want you to do that for my people. I want you to do that for every child of mine. And I truly believe that he's going to speak to all of us this morning. Amen? So are you guys enjoying our series, Behold the Wonder? Are you guys enjoying this series? So uh, week one, we, we heard from Pastor Mark when he preached that we should be like searching for those behold moments, the aha moments. If, if you're not paying attention, you'll miss, you'll miss it. You know? And he even challenged us that we should be intentional in, 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 in creating those moments, in those, in those opportunities, so we can be uh, uh, a blessing to people. How many of you have been... Have been um, Finding those aha moments, those behold moments. Just raise your hand. Praise God. Praise God. Last week we had, uh, is this okay, Mark? Okay. Last week we had Christmas in the village in Suncook. If you were part of that, can you raise your hand, please? Can we give them a hand, please? All those who were part of. All right. When I talked to the coordinator of this event and I said, like, uh, we want to bring some carols to your event and they go like yeah we'd love to you know that would be awesome the people would love that and so in my head I'm like thinking it would be indoors <laughs> on the actual event we were actually assigned outside on the main street 
And still in my head, I'm like thinking, so we're probably going to go visit every store, so it's still going to be indoor. No. We were out on the street in the cold. How, how cold was that? Like, very cold. You know, and we were like singing, and some of the carolers were like complaining, do we have to do this, Richie? We didn't sign up for this. And I'm like, yes, yes, it's for the Lord, you know, come on. And then we'll move into the next, uh, you know, spot. We did that for three hours, guys. Could you imagine? But here's the aha moment for me. When we were doing that, I saw this, this little girl, probably like four or five years old. And she was walking with her dad and just like looking at us while we were singing those carols. And all of a sudden, she holds her dad's hands and pulls her, and the next thing you know, she was with us around the circle, and they were singing, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. And, my da- and the dad says, my daughter has never been part of a caroling. Thank you for doing this. This brings joy to me. Jingle bells, jingle bells, What's the aha moment in your life? Week two. Okay, how much time do I have? It's only 10, 7. I I feel like I'm rushing. So I have plenty of time because I did ask Pastor Mark if I could preach for an hour and a half. He said, like, go for it. I'm kidding. John was like, no. You be in trouble. No. Um... Week two, what did we talk about? Pastor, um, Pastor Mike Mavity Pittsfield, I heard him talk about, uh, more about the shepherds, and I heard Phil too talk about, you know, the good news. The shepherds were ordinary people just like you and I. They were just like attending to the sheep. They, they had no clue that, that a mess, an angel would appear and, and give them message. All of a sudden, the glory of the Lord showed up, and, and they were, They were afraid, you know. And then the next thing you know, the angel of the Lord was telling them what's about to happen, that there's a Savior being born, you know, which is the good news. And they go and see it, and it's really happening. And what happens next is they didn't know that they will be the messengers to tell all their friends and all the people that they will meet. Tell the person next to you, you are the messenger. You have the good news to share. Hallelujah. Today, you guys ready? Today, we're going to talk about great joy. Great joy. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for this time that we can come together and just listen to your word. I pray, Lord God, that you would guide every word that I would say, that only words that are from you, Lord God, would be spoken. Holy Spirit, would you take full control of this time as we listen to you. And I pray for every heart, every person that is in this place, Lord, would receive your message with expectation, with joy, and, and we just would love, oh Lord God. And we would all be changed from now on for, and, and, and forward. Every person here would be ready to do your will. Every person here would be more like you, Jesus, more than ever before. And so, Lord God, I pray for your blessing. 
pray for your blessing, Lord. And we will glorify no other name but your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we give the Lord a hand, please? All right, just by a show of hand before we jump into the, the message. Who is on Facebook? Just raise your hand. I want to know who's on Facebook. Okay. Um, on Facebook, when you see something, like somebody posts or a video, you do a thumbs up, right? And when you don't like it, you put a thumbs down. I think now they added other emojis. You know, like uh, heart, if you love it, you know, aww. You know? And then there's, there's uh, a, a, a sad face and there's like a you know, crying, you know, and then there's uh, an angry face, like if you are just upset about something, like, and this face turns red, okay, we're going to do a little survey this morning, okay, and I'm going to simplify it, okay, I'm going to say something, and if you like it, you're going to say, yeah, okay, Uh, let's try it, ice cream, yeah, Good, okay. Now, if I say something and you don't like it, you're going to go like, boo. Okay, let's try it. Laundry. Boo. Uh, I like laundry. Oh, you like laundry? <laughs> okay. We... Now, if you love something and makes you just want to just celebrate, what you're going to do is you're going to clap your hand and you're going to shout, yeah! Okay? Let's try this. Going on vacation. All right, good. All right, I got a few. The Patriots winning the Super Bowl. What? Some people are booing. Can you, ushers, can you just escort them, please? I'm kidding. All right. Uh, Let me see. Um, uh, Puppy. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, changing baby diapers. <laughs> Phil? Did you guys see that Caleb was like double thumbs down? Okay, a couple more. Um, Christmas with your in-laws. Did I really say that? <laughs> What about Christmas without your in-laws? Shame on you guys. Shame on you. I didn't say yeah there. How about this one? Jesus Christ, our Savior. King of kings and Lord of lords. Healer, provider. The soon and coming king. Worthy of all praise. The way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, our everything. Hallelujah. Woo. I think we're ready. We're ready. Turn your Bibles to Luke 2. Luke 2. Luke 2, verse, is it 9 or 10? Luke 2, verse 10. I'm going to start with verse 8. And we're going to read till 10. If you're there. And there were shepherds leaving out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. 
an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of times um, I, I hear when we're praying, Lord, Lord God, would you, would, you, would you show your glory? Would you, would you pour out your presence right here? here we want to see your glory, God. Just fill this place with your presence. That's a great prayer. I pray that too sometimes. But after reading that verse, I go like, do I really want to see the glory of God? I might, I might go, go hiding because I think I, I might be like those shepherds, you know? And every time the Lord appears, like in this scene, there's always a message. So be careful when you ask the Lord, Lord God, I, I want you to show up. I, I want you to, to appear right now. I, I want you to show your glory. He doesn't just show his glory for nothing. He doesn't just want to wow us, you know? And usually a reaction would be like, uh, what is it? Is this real? When he shows up, he has a message for you. He does. It's not about just impressing you of his glory. It's interesting that the angels knew why they were sent. There's a message. And here, the angels didn't just start sharing the message to the shepherds. They knew what was going on with them. They were afraid. So what did the the angels say? Do not be afraid. A lot of times, in our daily walk, the Lord is with us already, and we just don't know it. He's showing us His glory, and we don't even see it. You know why? Because we're afraid. A lot of us here this morning, we have so many fears. We're afraid that our marriage is not going to make it. We're afraid that how we're going to pay our bills. You know, we're afraid that we're, not, we're never going to get better because we're, we're ill. We're afraid that somebody will not like you or accept you for who you are. You're afraid of being abandoned. You're afraid of being alone. You're afraid of, that no one cares. And what is God saying? Do not be afraid. Tell the person next to you, do not be afraid. I don't think they heard you. Tell that person again, a little bit louder. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For I have not given you the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and of sound mind. You know, when there's fear in us, no matter what the Lord tells us what to do, you're probably going to miss, miss out. You're not going to hear it. Because you're so afraid. You're still focused on the fear that's in your heart. So God is saying, church, people, do not be afraid. Because I have a message for you. And what was the message? Good news of great joy. Good news of great joy. What did the shepherds do after that? They didn't just stand there like, wow, that's amazing. That was epic, bro. I can't believe it. 
Oh, man, woo! Okay, let's go back to work. No, they didn't do that. They want to find out if it's true. Was that real? Were we, were we drinking too much last night? God is with us. But the question is, are we with God? Savior means Emmanuel, which is God is with us. That was the good news. Hey guys, you have a Savior from now on. You're not alone anymore. His name is Jesus. He was born in Bethlehem. Cool. It's good to know. Awesome. It doesn't end there. You got to go and see. You got to be with the Savior. So they went. Okay. God with us, are we with him? Is that even possible? Like, if God is, is everywhere, then that means I'm with him. No, that's, that's not true. How many of you love to go out on a date with your spouses? Just raise your hand. Cool. Okay, how many of you who are single and love to go out on a date? Just raise your hand. <laughs> Dating is always exciting, especially if you're not the one who's paying for it. Yay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of times when, when, when I'm out on a date with my wife, by the way, uh, can I just introduce to you my wife, if you guys don't know her, I just want to honor her. Crestlin, can you stand up, please? Can you stand up, please? Can you st- that wasn't in my script. No, I just want to honor you because I think my ministry would not be where uh, it's at right now if Crestlin had not been supporting me, has not been encouraging me, has not been praying for me, has not been there, you know, from beginning to end. So I want to thank you, Preston. So do you find yourself, like, you're on a date, you're ordering your food, and then the next thing you know, you're like, you know, you're on your phone, you're, 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 ch- you're, checking, you're checking what's on Facebook, you're checking on, you know, pictures on Instagram, you're there, but you're not really there. Does that ever happen to you guys? You know? And it doesn't, it, you, don't, you don't even need to have a phone to be not there. You, you can tell when you're talking to somebody, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. And then this brother just starts talking away, and you're like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that person is not there. And I wonder sometimes when, when we're praying, you know, we pour out our hearts to the Lord. We're, we're telling Him all our requests. God, would you, would you do this for me? Or would you answer this prayer? Lord, would you intervene? Would you intercede? And then God is about to talk to you and you're, you're not even listening. You're not even listening. Prayer is a two-way communication. Okay? Prayer is not a one-way street. It's a two-way communication. When you're praying to God, sure, you're going you're gonna to have time to just keep on talking to the Lord. He wants that. You know, call unto me and I will hear your prayer. He likes that. 
But at one point, you need to stop and listen to him. Because he's going to tell you what he wants you to do. What is the next slide? Joy is a spiritual emotion. Do you guys agree? The joy is a spiritual emotion? Is joy the same as happiness? Okay, what is the difference? I think if you really want to have a debate, maybe joy is the same as, or happiness is the same as joy. Or we can call happiness joy too, but just a little lower. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you guys. <laughs> actually, no. I actually know. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe, maybe happiness is, is a temporary joy. You know? It doesn't last. It only happens when, when, when something that you expect happens. When you, you know, want to go out and eat and then somebody treats you, then you're happy. You know? Or, um... You win the lottery, ooh, yay, you know? Or you get a bonus that you didn't expect, you're, you're happy. But joy is different. Joy is not based on your circumstances. Joy is not based on what you want to happen. Joy is based on who you believe in. It is Jesus Christ. Is that even possible that you can be joyful even though things are going wrong? Like, how, how can you do that? Like, no way. Richie, Richie it's, that's too good to be true. Well, let's, let's read the Bible. Can we turn our Bibles to Philippians? Philippians 4, verse 4. Philippians 4, verse 4. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Is that a suggestion or a command? Is that like uh, when you feel like rejoicing, go ahead and rejoice. When things are going right, and the way you expect, go ahead, rejoice. No. Always. Whether you're having a bad day, whether things are not going right, rejoice. Amen? The problem with us is we're, we're not focused on what God has already given us, a Savior. We're focused on the problems and the things that are really not important. You know? And when we do that, you know what happens? 
all we see is that. You know, this is what happens. Um, if this is the problem that I have, okay, and it's really small, but when we focus on it, it becomes so big, and you walk around wherever you go, and you're just like, oh, I have a big problem. I can't believe it. Oh, man. How, how am I going to solve this problem? Man. Hey, bro. Nice to meet you, bro. <laughs> a problem. And when people look at you, all they see is that problem. He's got some problems. Because that's always in your face. Don't be anxious about anything. When you lay that down at the feet of Jesus, when you surrender that to the Lord, don't worry about it anymore. Amen? He wants you to rejoice in the Lord always. Let's go back to the story of the, the shepherds. Some, some, something incredible happened to them. You know? When they got the good news... They weren't praising yet. They weren't as excited until they found Jesus. And the Bible says, when they found Jesus, they told Mary what happened. And they were, they were so filled with joy that on their way back home, they were glorifying and praising the Lord. Can you, can you picture that for... For a moment, you know, I think this is what happens. Okay. Here are the shepherds. We want to see Jesus. It's real. It's true. He's here. What? Oh my goodness. And they went back to where they were. What the Bible says, they were glorifying and praising God. This is what happens next. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe we saw Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. We have a Savior, bro. We have a Savior. Your problem, He's going to take care of it. You're sick, He's going to heal you. He's going to heal your marriage. You have nothing in your bank, He's going to feel that. He's our provider. You hear that? That's a sound of a joyful person. See the difference? This is us, folks. By the way, uh, I came here. I had no idea that I was going to use this. (laughs) I actually asked the team this morning, like, what do you call this? And there was a small debate, like, this is a jingle bell and this is a jingle stick. So what is this? Jingle stick? Jingle, jingle bells? Okay. But it creates a joyful sound. If, if, if this is us, folks, and we're not creating any sound, what use is that? Are you creating a joyful sound?
You experience joy when you're in the presence of the Lord. That's the only place you can experience the presence of the Lord. And there's so many ways, you know, you can experience the presence of the Lord. This morning we experienced that during our time of worship. By the way, awesome job, worship team. Can we give them a hand? The Bible says, inhabits the praises of his people. And every time we open our mouths and sing praises to him, he comes. He loves that. So you're in the presence of God, okay? The Bible also says, when two or three are gathered in his name, okay, whether you're journaling or you're, you're, you're praying together or you're doing life group, God is there. So you experience the presence of God, okay? Where else can you experience the presence of God? Reading the word. This is his word. Okay, if you have a Bible and you don't open your Bibles, then again, you're missing out. This is this is his love letter for all of us. I I remember um, when I used to date Crosslin, and Crosslin um, loves to read books, and and she's a fast reader. And I told her, you know, what what book are you reading? I think. At that time, we were in college, she was reading Sydney Sheldon. Is it Sydney Sheldon? I'm not going to get in trouble for saying this, right? Anyway. Um, <laughs> and, she re- and she's reading all the books of, of Sydney Sheldon. And I, I just asked her, I said, uh, do, do you read the Bible? And she said, of course. Of course I read my Bible. And then I asked, like, have, have you read the Bible from page to page to page? And she looked at me like, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't answer that question, but I think she got the point. You know, A lot of times we read so many things that are not really important, whatever it is, you know, Newsfeed on social media, magazine, newspapers. It's okay. But if you're reading those more than the Word of God, we're not spending time with the Lord. We're not in the presence of God. Okay? Be intentional in reading the Word of God. We're in the presence of the Lord. I have this picture in my head because it's just just happened uh, a couple of days ago. My, my youngest daughter, Rizal, um, she's 10. And um, she knows that it's, it's uh, my birthday week. And um, she says, Daddy, can I have a request? And I go like, what is it, sweetheart? Can, can I have a sleepover with my friend? And I go, I can't believe you want to do that during my birthday week. <laughs> and she's like, Daddy, your birthday is on a, uh, on a Sunday. This is a Friday to a Saturday. And I go like, but sweetheart, I, I want to be with you. I want to see you 24-7. I don't, I don't want to send you to some house. Like, dad, da- dad, 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 you know. Um, and so Friday afternoon, I was skidding around. I said, like, sweetheart, I, I think I changed my mind. I'm not, I'm not sending you. Like, no way. She's like, no, it's, it's done. We're going. They're expecting me. And she's carrying all her stuff. And I, I'm like standing. I'm a little sad because she's going away. And she hugs me, okay? She hugs me like this. And she pats me in the back. <laughs> and I go like, what was that for? And she goes like, well, 
I want you to know that I love you, Daddy. And, and she was like, and you're going to be all right. <laughs> I felt good a little bit, but, you know, she asked to go, and, and she had a blast, I, I heard. But do you even feel God embracing you and loving you? You know? And if you're not, if you're not like a, a person who likes being tapped, he's probably like rubbing your back, and he's just saying, you're going to be all right. I'm here with you. You're not alone. I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, he's always embracing us. Always there. Even when you don't feel it. Even when your mind is saying, no, he's abandoned you. No, the word of God stands. His promise is true. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So you have to believe that. And when you believe his word, what are you supposed to do? Rejoice in the Lord always. Give thanks. Praise his name for he is with you. Okay? A lot of times we want to praise God when, when he answers our prayer. Come on. Lord, I, I, I want you to, 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 to uh, do this and answer our prayer. God hears our prayers. But he also wants us to continually praise him and thank him. And sometimes we're depending on his answer before we even sing to him. I remember as a young worship leader, because my dad was a pastor, uh, there was one Sunday that I, um, I was still in bed and uh, I was not feeling well. I was sick. I think I have a, a fever. And my dad says, why are you not? Why are you not getting ready for church? And I said, I, I'm sick. I, I don't think I can, I, I can. I don't think I can sing. Oh, really? Is that is that right? Yeah, I think I'm just gonna be here. And he's like, Okay, well, let me pray for you. So he prayed for me. Of course, he he was praying for healing. He was praying for strength. He was praying for me to get better. And I agreed in that prayer. And I said, Amen. And then he had this smile in his face, and he says, like, did you just say amen? I said, yeah. So you're agreeing, you're believing that God just healed you. And I said, yeah. Well, get up, boy! You're <laughs> leading worship today! I was like, what? I remember, I remember that Sunday, you know, I was, I was still feverish. You know, I was still not feeling well, but I was leading worship for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. No sickness will stop me. And that should be our attitude. You know, there was one lady. Um, I got plenty of time, John, so I'm good. There was one lady. I'm going I'm to share this because I feel like this is going to speak to some of you. There was one lady in her life group there's a few years ago, they were, there's a couple, I'm sorry, there's a couple who've been praying um, for them to have a baby, okay? And they did some tests, and doctor says, like, uh, we can try all the tests and, you know, all the medical stuff, but it's not a guarantee, okay? And it's, it's, it's just, 
difficult through the process. And our life group was praying for them to have this, this baby. And um, one night, our life group was just so filled with excitement and joy. And we were thinking that they're going to have a baby boy and they're going to be happy and they're, you know, they're going to have a, a beautiful family. And all of a sudden, the sister in the Lord says, she was, she was shaking her head and she says, I'm, I'm not going to give thanks until I see the baby. I, until it really happens. And all of a sudden, I, tell, I, I kid you not, all of a sudden, the excitement in the room just dropped. And all of a sudden, there was no joy. And everybody was kind of like, okay. And I didn't feel right. And I had to speak into it. I said, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sister. I, I love you, but I, I don't think that's, that's from the Lord. Because when we prayed, and when we asked that the Lord will give you a baby, He said He did. Okay? And there's already a baby in your womb. And that baby will be born. <laughs> and I said, the Lord wants you to rejoice and to give thanks and give Him praise. And she started crying and she says, I am so sorry. Forgive me, Lord. And all of a sudden, okay, Everybody was in tears, but the level of joy from this went up. Why? Because there's truth, okay? And we're in the presence of God. And we're celebrating because God answers prayer. Amen? Amen? How am I doing so far? All right, you guys are, are quiet. You're, you guys are quiet, so I'm... I'm I'm a little worried here. Okay. Next slide, please. Joy does not make sense. I think we already spoke about that. You know, joy doesn't make sense. You know, people people don't understand why we could be celebrating, we could be... um, you know, thanking God when things are, are wrong. So, yeah, joy does not make sense. You know, because our faith is not dependent on the things that is happening in our lives, but it's based on Jesus Christ who is in control of everything. Okay. The next one is very important. Love unlocks joy. Can you turn your Bibles to John um, John 15, John 15, 9 and 12. John 15, 9 and 12. we go. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. I have told you this so that my joy 
may be in you and that your joy may be complete. In other versions, it says that my joy may be full. So it says in that verse that's actually the joy of Jesus Christ that is in our hearts. Amen? Did I finish reading that? I, I don't think so. Did I, did I finish it? I didn't read 12, which is the most important one. My commandment is this, love each other as I have loved you. So the real reason why Jesus Christ came is because the Father loves us. For God so loved the world that He gave His Son. Amen? It's all about love. And Jesus was born because He loves to be with us. Okay? Emmanuel, God is with us. I love that we sang, God is, God is for us. God is with who can be against us. He's always with us. We're never alone. It's all because of love. And when we believe that we receive Jesus Christ, okay, that love should be in us. And from that love springs out peace and joy, okay? If you've been a believer for a long time and, and, and for some reason you're still not experiencing true joy or a little bit of joy, there's got to be something wrong. Could it be, could it be that there's, need, there's work that needs to be done in this area? What does the Bible says again? This is my commandment that you love one another, that you joy may be full. Love one another that your joy may be full, that may be complete. But sometimes our definition of love is not the same as Jesus' love. We love when we like the person. We, we love when we get along with the person. We love when that person is, is uh, pleasant. But we don't love the annoying people. We, we don't love the 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 people who, you know, just we, we dislike. But the Bible is saying, love one another. Why is it important that we should love one another? I'm sorry? Because he loves everybody. That's right. There's another verse in, the, in, in John. He says, like, if you love one another, that's the only way that the the world would know that you belong to me. That you are my disciples. Could it be that when we're out in the world and, and, and we're, we're, we're making a joyful noise, like, oh, I'm so thankful God is, God, is, God is with me. He is my Lord. He's my Savior. You, you need Him too, brother. Yes, He's just blessed me. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's going to bless you, sister. You're making all these noise. You're, you're giving Him praise. But the truth is, even in your heart, you have an issue with your brother. Some of you this morning, you need to forgive somebody. A brother and sister in the Lord. Some of you this morning need to ask for forgiveness. Because you know you did something wrong. Whether it's intentional or not. Come on now. When, when you're friends with somebody and all of a sudden you're not talking anymore, something happened, you know? When you're out in public and all of a sudden 
you see this person and you go the other way and you're trying to avoid that person, some, something is wrong. And you go to the same church and you say you're a Christian? Let's, let's not love each other by words, but let's love each other by heart and by action. Love one another. Here's another example of love. If you really love a person and you see that person doing something wrong, don't just, don't just pretend like, uh, oh, whatever. I'll, I'll let him be, you know. Because when you do that, you're actually saying indirectly, like, I want to be free to do whatever I want to do and people should just leave me alone. Because I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not in your business, so could you not be in my business too? But that, is that really love though? No. If we are really a family, if we're brothers and sisters in the Lord, if you see a brother doing something wrong, in love, come to that person and say, bro, sister, I feel like something here is not quite right. I feel like the Lord wants to teach you and me. Pray about it. It happens all the time on Facebook. Can you believe it? You post something and you get offended and the thing, next thing you know, you guys are like fighting on Facebook and the world is watching you guys. No. Let us love one another. My girls, my girls are my heart's desire. I've always, I've always, always, always wanted to have girls. Even then, even before they were born. Cressel knows that, I'm not lying. And then when the Lord gave me two girls, ah, So, so, so thankful and, and grateful. And I'm teaching them to love one another every single day. <laughs> if you have girls, or even if you have boys, if you have kids in the house, they're always like fighting, you know? Well, I, sh- it's, I shouldn't say always, but constantly arguing. This is mine. You did it to me. You're not allowed in my room. I can't believe da 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 you know? And I have to deal with this like in the morning when I'm, ju- I'm going to drop them off to school. They're both in middle school right now. Um, and by the way, I had a permission to share this story because in the past I, I get in trouble because um, I didn't ask for the permission. Um, so I would tell the girls, 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 please, please, just love one another. And yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And they would like slam the door. And they know that I would, I've always tell them, wait for each other. You know, and she's so slow, I, I can't wait for her. You know, she's slowing me down, I'm going to be late. And, and one takes off, and the other's trying to catch up. And as I drive away, I, I would see this image that they're not getting along. It makes me sad as a dad, you know. But then there are those days when they're in the car, and they're like singing, and they're sharing stories. And they kiss me, love you, Dad, have a great day. They kiss me, and they don't slam the door. And then they're walking together and talking. I can tell there's love there, and it brings so much joy in my heart. Church, let's not be afraid, for the Lord is with us. Let's love one another that our joy may be full. Are you full this morning? Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand. Worship team.
God, thank you for your word this morning. Lord, I pray that you continue to help us to be the people that you want us to be. Whether we're at home, at church, in our workplace, or out in public, Lord God, that our lives always be an example that we are the people that you've called us to be, filled with joy, because we have the good news, that we have a Savior. And Lord God, this, this message is not just for us, it's for everyone. And there's so many people who have yet to hear this good news. Lord, use everyone to be your hands and feet. Wherever we go, Lord, we pray that we would be able to share the love of Jesus Christ. Lord, today we rejoice because you love us unconditionally. You died on the cross for our sins. You've erased all our sins away. And you also said, Lord God, that we should rejoice not because we can cast out demons and we can lay hands on the sick and, 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 and spirits would, would, would go away, but we should rejoice because our names, our names are written on the book of life. Someday, Lord God, we will see you face to face together with all the saints and the angels singing hallelujah, glory to the highest who is worthy of our prayers. God, we love you. We give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Another clap of praise to the Lord. So we all stand. Sing good, good Father. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church Podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 